This is Naked M.I.P. With Masamela Matfumal. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, no stranger to the show. We've just not had him on nearly enough. I'm going to do better about that, too, because we appreciate what he does and what he has to present. Uh, Ali Breland joins us now from MotherJones.com. One of his latest pieces, why Josh Hawley is smearing Ketanji Brown Jackson as soft on pedophilia. I'm sure many of you are as curious about that as I am. And frankly, uh, just in, in opening, Ali, uh, I've been saying, my audience heard me say it several times over the past few days, the dignity that her parents uh, present and possess, and they have a right to beam with pride. It hurts me that those very dignified people have to see their daughter addressed in that way when it comes to pedophilia. And then her own children are sitting there. To me, that's just just ruthless and inconsiderate. And and I know her parents are strong and have been through, I mean, they came through segregation and everything else. But even still at this stage in life, you don't, you don't imagine seeing your own child basically being accused of harboring pedophiles. That's it, it, the only thing they've stopped just short of calling her a pedophile them herself. But talk to us though, that that's not coming out of just left field, is it? That's kind of their kind of how they move, don't they? The Republicans. Yeah. Um I think that, you know, interrogating anyone in positions of power under normal circumstances is like generally good. But the problem is that Holly and others sort of doing this are not approaching it in a way that is like um, sort of like intellectually consistent or like honest. Uh, the, The very sort of expedient answer or the short, quick version as to why Holly is doing this is because it is like politically convenient for him. To zoom out from that for like two seconds, the reason it's sort of politically convenient is because it exists in this historical framework that has like gone on for a very long time. Um, If we think about the 80s moral panics and the satanic panic where, if if you don't remember, I personally didn't realize this until I was reporting on it, was that there was a massive wave of people who thought that there was like these child satanic sex rings being run out of the basements of daycare centers across the country. And it wasn't just like a conspiracy. It was like, there was charges made. People genuinely believed these things. It was in the news. The media covered it uh, credulously. And then over time it came out that almost all of these cases were false. Um, If not all of them, they were sort of based off of this hyped up paranoia. And that paranoia was not of, children specifically, but the politics of daycare centers. Daycare centers seem quotidian, but like in actuality, they were political nodes at the time. They were the vehicle that was like being, that was helping women enter the workforce, um, which at the time was like a very big, important feminist cause, was a general progressive cause. And so daycare centers became this sort of vehicle to fight back against that. Like conservatives at the time were having a very difficult time actually stymieing this movement of women getting into the workforce. It was clear that the feminists and the progressives were winning. Um, and so as a way to sort of hit reset on this debate, the the daycare centers were targeted. I also want to make it clear that it's like, it's a, it's a weird process because it's not like there's a direct conspiracy that is happening to make this work. It's just sort of this like 
flashpoint where there are some intentional actors combined with like a sentiment and a weird, you know, like psychoanalytic outpouring that like ends up going into these kinds of things. But that happened. And then you get another version of it in QAnon, which is like the other sort of major event where there was a bunch of social progress. Liberals had sort of been winning and progressives had sort of been winning the culture wars. And then there was this like sort of backlash and attempt to hit reset by being like, well, actually, these people are pedophiles. This is sort of a very important but like more isolated micro version of that that fits into this like exact same pattern. So can they afford to project something like that when when some on their own side have been under scrutiny themselves? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what you what you're getting at is like the sort of like this this general issue like hypocrisy is worth noting it is like something to consider but like it also kind of especially now shows how little people are interested in engaging with like hypocrisy and how like pointing out how hypocrisy like while worthwhile is not um like a sort of like end game in and of itself like it, it people don't care like they want to have their sort of perspectives validated and they want to like they want to win. They want their political beliefs. They want their social and cultural beliefs to win. And so like some, some people are willing to like go a step further um, and like sort of obfuscate parameters of the truth. In Holly's case, like it is sort of like not accurate. There are a lot of people who disagree with it, who like find clear and obvious fault with it to his like slight credit. He's not making up things out of whole cloth in the way that QAnon has, but like, it's still like Holly is a very savvy operator who wants to win. He's being strategic. And, and obviously they get time on social media. They're able to make things go viral. <laughs> but isn't this very similar? I mean, it's it's kind of a well-worn thing, isn't it? Wasn't Hillary Clinton supposed to have been involved in a pedophilia ring coming out of a pizza parlor? I mean, yeah. does this, do they not even, why don't, why is there no self-awareness to the possibility that they look tinfoil hattish to be kind about it? Yeah. Um, the the short answer is like they don't need to. They don't need to worry about that because um, Holly, I think when he makes these sort of considerations is like speaking to a very specific base that is like already entrenched and he is like sort of like feeding red meat to like a hard right faction of people who like are very primed to believe this. In like another sense too, in it, these perspectives have grown. There are a lot of QAnon adjacent people who maybe do not believe in the specific parameters of QAnon, but have like slowly become, there needs to be a word in between like um, radicalization and just like being engaged in politics because these people aren't like radicalized, but they do have politics that go beyond the pale and are super weird where they like think that pedophilia and they think that like sex, sex trafficking is like rampantly out of control. No amount is okay, but like there's not like an uptick or anything like that. Holly is like speaking to this group of people that is growing. There's like a large sort of swath of the population that like thinks this that didn't before um, COVID sort of exacerbated this. But you can see it with things like the wellness movement and the amount of people now who are like into saving the children that like before were just like into drinking like kombucha and like really good supplements in their smoothies and stuff like that. More MIP after this message. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? 
Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch to Today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. How much of this also, Ali, is them retaliating against her? She actually sentenced the Pizzagate shooter or would be shooter. Mm-hmm. The guy that showed up in the pizza parlor, he was pushing it. He had gun. He was going to stop this satanic uh, a pedophilia ring that was coming out of the pizza parlor that Hillary Clinton was involved in. That came before judge Jackson. She sentenced him. So, you know, it's interesting that has not come up. Yeah. Uh, and that, I mean, and that's why I'm not in the Senate. Cause if I've been in the sense, Hey, Oh, you, this, what y'all, this what y'all tripping off of is this what i mean it would have just been all out in the open and i mean to me that honestly would be uh, a level setter for though because a lot of people are watching saying what is this obsession but if you say they're upset about the dude that she sentenced to prison for carrying ar-15 in the pizza parlor looking for a satanic pedophile cult how much of that do you think i know you said some of this is indirect but how much of that do you think has some direct impact on what holly and, and others are doing I'm of the belief that um, it is a coincidence, but a coincidence like not without significance in that like, I don't think that this is sort of like animating like why Holly is like very fixated or uh, is like doubling down on this position. But I do think that it uh, sort of is indicative of like how cyclical this sort of position is now and how like we're in this constant loop of these things recurring. So like, People know about Pizzagate. They know about QAnon. They're very big. Like it's 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 you know it makes sense that people would know about them. But like um, the media reported on, and it just became less of a big deal. There was a sort of other mini Pizzagates that also happened as well that kind of like show just like how interested people are in this. There is this uh, ice cream chain I think in Canada and Toronto called like Sweet Jesus, and they had like kids not in like um, lewd positions, but I think it was like kids and maybe like depicted in like edgier ways related to like sort of subversive religion stuff. Like it sounds weird as I'm saying it, but like, if you saw it, you would be like, Oh, that's like kind of funny and like a little weird, but like not inappropriate or not like sexualized at all. Um, And then there was like this uh, place that uh, called voodoo donuts in, in Portland. And uh, it was also had this sort of like edgier branding, not even related to kids, but it was like sort of seen as like this progressive note. It started in Portland. It exists in cities like Austin, um, which are coded as liberal. Um, And there was like a contingent of people that went after them in the way that they went after Pizzagate, believing that they were a part of some sort of conspiracy. Um, And like, so this has been happening again. These businesses that like were progressive, were seen as more open, were targeted. Uh, I don't know. It, it underscores, I guess, like the speed at which this like happens recurringly. More MIP after this message. It's a little bit scary, but I think what makes it scarier in that 
and I think you make a credible argument that this thing is just kind of out there. And it's, I guess you're saying it's organic amongst their base. To me, that's worse, that's worse than a conspiracy. I remember <laughs> back in, no, think about it. I remember back in the no, 90s. No. I remember back in the 90s and all the church burnings were happening. And then the FBI investigated and they said, well, these are not, this is not a direct conspiracy. There's not one actor in this. These are a bunch of different people. I said, well, that's even worse. This was conspiracy. You can trace it to a straight line. Mm-hmm. You can perhaps deal with eliminate. But when people do things just organically, it's almost like a part of their culture and habit now. Oh, we're going to burn down some churches. Oh, we're going to accuse a black woman of, of pedophilia or harboring pedophilia. And the fact that that is just you, nobody even has to be organized, per se, <laughs> to do that. That's just par for the course. To me, that makes it even scarier. Yeah, Um that sort of like uh, semi-organic like outgrowth of things like definitely happens across like places like school shootings are another example like no one is like centrally coordinating uh, or was coordinating the waves of like school shootings that happen it is um, very concerning part of the reason that like this specific phenomenon i think is happening is because uh the right has been primed to go to it over time so like it most frequently lately has been going to it through children like we talked about just now pizzagate voodoo donuts um QAnon, judge jackson like what she's currently dealing with right now um but also like things like crt the sort of crt backlash is not couched in um pedophilic accusations in the same way but it is an attempt to use the children and sort of use this rhetoric of, oh, think of the children. Like we need to save the children as a way to like figure out how to make uh, arguments in spaces where like the right is having a difficult time. So after the George Floyd protests, for example, like public sentiment had shifted, you know, very clearly in a direction. I was anecdotally just hearing stories from my friends or they were like my, you know, super Republican mom in Texas is like, yeah, what happened to George Floyd is messed up. And like, the police are like very like they need to be reined in and so like there was like a very clear and the public polling reflected that too there's like a very clear rhetorical loss that happened at that moment and the right figured out how to like shift it onto schools and the children in schools being threatened and figured out how to shift discourse in that way um and then to zoom out even more like children have been the iteration that's been taking on recently but the sort of like rhetoric and framing and logic of conspiracies has long been a tool to fight back different types of social progress so like you can look at the conspiracies and the sort of conspiratorial beliefs that were parted on um the gay community you can look at how like the sort of like myth of the danger of like the black man to white woman which is a theory that like not a theory but like i guess a belief that like still persists but like was very acute ba- uh, back in the Jim Crow era and like many men were lynched because of it. You can look at the sort of conspiracy theory about communists infiltrating every single level of government and like how that was used as a weapon to stymie not just communism, but any sort of like vaguely socialist thought and like eviscerate just the potential for anything re- resembling like, a social welfare state to exist from like the Cold War up until like Bernie Sanders campaign. And when you put it that way, you, you, to use a Clinton term, you almost get the triangulation. You get the the children under threat of abortion, mm-hmm. then children under threat of pedophilia, and then the scary person with the black face that's not protecting them from any of this. is interesting. They focus more on pedophilia uh, than they have Roe. 
in the, in this situation. Uh, but maybe that's also a sign that they're confident Rose about to fall because you know they worked on that for fifty years. That's uh, true. You know, it's also uh, either that or like I mean, I guess the polling on it's kind of weird, but like it's also popular. Yeah, it is, and I guess the pedophilia also in invoking that unpleasantness. Lindsey Graham is all but giving it away too. He's able to create something as unpleasant as what Kavanaugh went through, even though Kavanaugh was accused of something he actually did. Katanji Brown Jackson, what is being accused of being a judge in sentencing those found guilty of pedophilia. Uh, that still doesn't make up for what Kavanaugh was accused of and what we never really resolved as to what he did. So it's 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 sort of a double standard. Uh, lastly, Ali, where, where do you think that they are, the Republicans are gaining any ground with this, getting any new converts? On the other hand, conversely, does this actually help Democrats? I was saying to another guest, uh, Democrats haven't done a lot to inspire morale to hold on to seats in the House and Senate. And now I'm beginning to wonder, just seeing the way Ketanji Brown Jackson is being treated, that kind of might motivate some people and, and make them angry to do something. But but which side is gaining the most from this approach and which side do you think is losing the most or is it a draw? That's a good question. I was sort of trying to figure this out before we talked. I don't know yet. Um, I think that this has been like sort of percolating around like like a very not just like Trump supporters, but like his very like specific hardened online base that is um, almost like the id of like, I guess, like a Trumpist base, like they're, they're sharing these kinds of things and thinking about them. Um, National Review is like not the best example, I guess, of like they're no, no longer in step with what a lot of the conservative party thinks. They're certainly to the even though they're like friendly to the right, they're to the left of a lot of pe uh, people. But they disagree with Holly and like they published a piece that uh, in which a lawyer sort of critiqued his attacks on Judge Brown is disingenuous. So that's like a sign that it's potentially not landing. Um, I think that we'll see in the coming days as like Holly, he, you know, just before we started talking was like drilling down on this again. He's like trying very, very hard to make it an issue. Um, and so I guess we'll see as like Fox news and OAN coverage comes out about it. It's like what ends up happening. But yeah. Folks check out Ali Breland's latest why Josh Hawley is smearing Katanji Brown Jackson is soft on pedophilia. The right has a long history of seeing child endangerment lurking behind progress and a very good point about you know, the daycare centers and all of that. Yeah, folks, it's almost as if these folks still want to live in the 50s or take us back to the 50s. Um, Some of them literally do, yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's pretty sick. Um, and again, Ali, doing great work at motherjones.com follow him check out all of his work thank you buddy appreciate you thank you thank you so much thanks for getting woke and listening to make it plain please remember to listen like and wherever you get your podcasts please give the show a five-star rating and please do spread the word let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic if all hearts and minds are clear it has been made plain